The Rain Man Show contains discussions that are 49% geek, 51% douche. What's up, bitches? Listener discretion is advised. So uncivilized. Previously on Rain Man. In about 40 to 50 years, you're probably going to be that guy that dies because you fell down and no one was around <laughs> to help you. <laughs> I didn't have life alert. But it's because no one was around. Tony's and deal? you you die uh-huh. in your own piss and shit. Oh, Gas okay. leaking out as you drift Jesus. to hell. Like that's that's a drift to hell. All right. Jesus. Holy fuck. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's that'll be that's it. the if last I, thing I... you'll say. <laughs> That's the only thing you'll be able to get out. And that's not because of any, you know, strength of your own volition. No, that's that's just control. Yeah, loss of bodily fluids just yeah, after you've been there yeah. for two or three days. Thomas, are you okay? Thomas. Oh, God. Randy finds you like she went on a business trip. She finds you in the shower three days <laughs> later. She pushes you, your chest, to the. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Thomas, wake up. Thomas, are you okay? Please. I'm just joking. This isn't like 40 or 50 years. This is like next week. <laughs> Thomas. Yeah. Hey, I hope you're alive. I'm going to go ahead and call the uh, police department right now. Please stay with me, Thomas. <laughs> Thomas, how many fingers am I holding up? No, seriously, Thomas, please. Can I hear an amen? Can I hear an amen? Louder. And now, from the Cave of Wonders, live in the presence of gods, welcome to the Rain Man Show. Motherfucking peanut butter and jealous. <laughs> Let's go get him. Let's go get him. Line him up. Fuck his haters. No, 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 no. show i'm here barely thomas is here barely and barely, tony man. as well is just here barely all of us are hanging on by a thread we crawled into the studio today it's like you couldn't make it any other way it's Whether- getting rough this this year's been rough and the days get tougher and i think how we're gonna end this year last show i said we should end it with a david sabal like jeopardy game but yeah. I think what we should do is, is we should get in a circle and we all just pull out. So, you know, those Japanese swords, katanas, no, not katanas. The ones you commit suicide with. Oh, the, oh, oh, the shorter one. And yes. we should all just do each other in for each other in a circle. A community and, death circle. Yeah. It'll be an honorable death that way. If you know, cause Tony's Catholic. Right. And uh, we don't want him going to hell. Right. So Thomas, you can do the deed for him. I'll do okay. the deed for you. And, Tony. Somehow Tony will manage to stay alive just enough. I'll, I'll be like, I'll, I'll wait for you two to die, and then, and then I'll look at the sword and I'll go, fuck this. <laughs> You'll already be dead. You'll be the first one. To come. 
<clears throat> what are you going to ghost yourself back to life? The whole point was that I would kill you so that you didn't kill, commit suicide yeah. and go to hell. So, but now somehow you've survived this incident and just let us die on the floor. Somehow he, you know, necromanced himself right back <laughs> yeah. to life. I'll find well, a way. Deal I with will the find devil. a way. It's 2020. I'll find a way. His deal with Satan allows that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's in league with Lucifer. I don't think anything is new. Shocking or, that's, that's or different not, about that. Yeah, it's, it's not, no, there's no listeners right now that are shocked by that. No. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> no, I am very tired today. So this is going to be a low key show. Okay. I'm also running my throat ragged. Like I need to take some time off. We've been doing so many shows. So I don't know how much longer my voice is going to last. It may not get us through 2020. <laughs> it won't make it through the rest of the year. I'm going to have to go get some throat coat tea, drink lots of hot water, something. We have about three weeks left. We take next week off because of Thanksgiving. So technically, we have two weeks of shows. Right. The home stretch. Into our winter break. So. All right. Yeah. So I'm either going to. You can't give up, man. You're right there. You got to keep going. Oh, you're so motivational tonight. Thomas, this is why you need to be in the show. It's just very motivational, very inspiring. <laughs> you know, even I'm though trying. even though you can't walk and sit and you have the body of a 70-year-old, right. at least you can inspire. That's what I'm saying. I'm like that old guy who's like, don't you give up. You can still walk. Look at me. Look at, don't be this, okay? You have a chance to be somebody. You never quit. And then I just die. And then my own shit and piss, as you said. <laughs> I listened back to that. That's pretty harsh. It's pretty dark. I don't. I did it the last it's show, like too. The alone. election show. Like, Brian, at one point, is all, Jesus, you're really mad at Thomas right now. I'm like, no, no, I'm not really mad. But listen, he's not here. And we make jokes. That's what we do on this network. It's just how it is. I, I think I said at one point you had the immune system of a villager from An south African africa in the 1980s yeah no that's 100 percent true though that's 100 percent true so yeah. have you ever thought of drugs thomas have you ever thought of just saying you know what i'm gonna get into some serious drugs not marijuana mm-hmm. marijuana is for the birds and hippies right right let's get into some hardcore hallucinogenics mm. uh psychotropics right that's the psychedelics or uh psychotropics maybe yeah you can call it psychotropics See, but why would I do that, Mike? Why not? Because my if I have the body of a 70-year-old, right? one hit of any of that stuff, with my luck and baby boy or bubble boy immune system and 70-year-old body, I will die. Like, I'll just die wherever I fucking took that stuff. So you don't, you don't, you don't think you can do a line of coke and be a-okay? I think that I have bad enough luck with certain things like that to where that would be those one in a million horror stories, all the lies that parents and the dare program told you, like I knew this person, they were a star athlete. Then they did one puff of marijuana heart attack right there. Died. You're that, like, that would actually, you're the example. You're, me. you're the kid that remember dare dare. Yeah, I just dare. said it. I just oh, said yeah. dare. Oh, that's what you said. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That I, fucked well, up program. I thought it was an epiphany. I thought it just came to me all of a sudden. Like, no. yeah, you remember dare? <laughs> My Tony? See, this is why you don't smoke weed. Kids. Yeah, please. No hard drugs for you. But you are exactly that. You yeah. are their poster boy. Exactly that. 
I would just die or be like, oh, yeah, normally people can do a line of coke and it's just fine. The stuff he did was also laced with, like, ten other things and also meth. And, like, by accident, he got the wrong one. Like, that would just be my luck when it comes to that sort of shit. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, eh. No. And instead, I just tell people who have a chance like you, you can't give up. I'm ready for drugs, personally. (laughs) Thomas, I have the immune system of a god. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're like, what better way to shotgun that? I need I need some drugs because I'm tired. Nothing works for me anymore. Caffeine doesn't work. <laughs> Red Bulls don't work. And also, I am getting a little older, so I am concerned. You know, I don't want to jam a bunch of Red Bulls and energy drinks down my gullet. Right, right. Just because it is hard on the body. Caffeine's okay within reason from coffee and stuff like that. But the artificial stuff, that's designed to just fuck with you and keep you up. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about that. But I figured, you know, right now, everyone wants to legalize everything. Everyone wants to legalize. And I'm, I think I'm on board. Let's legalize everything. That should be the motto for 2021. We survived 2020. So let's legalize everything and get fucked up for the next year. Legalize it. It, If it will help people get through 2021, legalize it. it. I like that mentality. 2020 was rough. So why don't you reward the people? uh, Reward the people. Enough with, you know, student loan. Yeah. Student loan forgiveness. Nah. Socialized medicine. No. Legalize across the board drugs. If someone wants to do some heroin (laughs) to cope. Just let them. Let them do some heroin. I could get behind that. I could see the, the purpose behind that mentality. Give me a needle, somebody. I don't even care what's in it. Is there um, a YouTube tutorial, though, on how to use how it? To use because I, I've never, you know, played around with heroin. I need to know how to put together a heroin. You're going to Google how to heroin. A gear kit. You know how they have gear kits? <laughs> you know, you have the little pouch with the, the pen or the needle and then the spoon. I, I need to know That's how to what do you that. Want? I want to Google that on YouTube. Because I'm going to be like the Johnny Depp of drug users. I'm I'm going to make sure it looks cool. All the cool stuff you saw in movies, opium dens, I'm going to bring opium dens back. They need to be a thing. Hot Asian chicks giving a pipe, please. Yeah, I could lean into that. I could see that being the purpose for 2021. Don't you think 2021, legalize everything and bring back the opium dens with hot Asians? I'm down for it, man. And I've said this to to my buddies before that, like, when I hit 75, 80, I'm going to do fucking everything. I don't even give a shit at that point. Right you before you it. die? You made it. Who fucking cares? Right before you die. Yeah. Hey, Mike. If I you, survive that long. Have you seen that movie from hell? The one with Johnny Depp in it? Yes. And then, like, uh, his character ends up in an opium den. You want to, for whatever reason, I picture you in your last moments there, mm-hmm. lying there. Well, I can tell you why you picture it, because I just said that's what I want to do. No, 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 no. sort of brain parasite going on in the room today. I I know our disease is going around the room. It's contagious. It's more contagious than coronavirus. I know. But I'm just, like, imagining. I I, I imagine myself being, like, one of the Asians giving you. I want a hot Asian. (laughs) What part did you not understand? I want a hot Asian bro. I just want Tony with like a no, coconut bra. I, 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 I'm going to approach it and say, you want more opium? Ooh. <laughs> he's got like the Fu Manchu yes, mustache he's been exactly. growing. Me You're and, too high to know David if he's real or there. not. We'll be like looking at you going, you want more? You want more, sir? Huh? A sake sake? 
<laughs> I would kill myself. <laughs> you wouldn't know. You'd be too high. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't know. You'd be in bliss. You would be full of bliss. I'd be full of bliss. Yeah. You'd be full Is of bliss. Is that what you'd be doing to me? You'd be thinking, I'm going to make sure you're full of bliss. Come yeah. here. <laughs> Hold him down. I make full of bliss in it. <laughs> Hold him down. I'm, you don't need, if I'm on heroin, you don't need to hold me down. <laughs> oh, that got really dark. Welcome to 2020. <laughs> Jesus. Why do you have that as a problem? <laughs> Fuck me, dude. I don't want any of that. Well, you got to rethink your entire, your Maybe, entire well, setup. You know, then. like, in all, on, in all honesty, I mean, they've legalized a lot more stuff in Oregon. Maybe they might end up having opium dens up there now. If someone doesn't attempt to open up an opium den in Oregon, they're doing it wrong. They're not trying hard enough. Oh, okay. That's true. How do you not make it all drugged out chic? Yeah. Like, fine. You want to drug has drugs have a bad rap. When you think of legalization in Oregon, you think of hobos with needles dropping it places. Starbucks giving people little syringe bins within the bathrooms. If you remember that article we went through yeah. a few months back, we need to. The problem is, was it needs a, drug use needs a good PR campaign. Okay, drug use could use a good PR campaign. In fact, Trump's PR lady, the press secretary, she's going to be out of work. Kelly McEnany. Right? Is that her name, Tony? Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hottie McGee. Just hire Kelly McEnany to clean up drugs. Not drug use. We want drugs. Clean up drugs image. Make, make drugs fun again. Make drugs look cool again. Make drugs cool again. And start with opening up opium dens. <laughs> because that's cool. Imagine that commercial. Hot Asian ladies and Tony. Walking around oh, yeah. with I, pipes I, as I, you're lounging in, in these awesome looking beds. I have the coolie hat. I'll wear the coolie hat. Always with the coolie hat. Yeah. Oh, that's his own, it's what he wears. <laughs> it just is. I'll just wear my clothes I have, my regular clothes. <laughs> yeah. Me in jeans with a shirt on. He only has two outfits. Yeah. <laughs> the long Asian robe and, you know, like. Uh, he only, in Tony's mind, he only dresses as racial stereotypes that are yes, offensive. I know. It's, <laughs> that's it. In Tony's world, that's how he dresses. Because how many times have we said, I could show up in my Nazi uniform? Yep. He has a certain amount of uh, clothing options. It's, but but if I'm going to be working in an opium den, I got to dress the part. I never said you were going to be allowed. Kelly McEnany <laughs> is good at her job. <laughs> well, that's debatable. But she's she's hot. So I'm going to say she's good at her job. And she's not going to want you in that PR campaign, Tony. Hey, come on. It's an opium den. You need an Asian. Yeah, so he's going to have Asian ladies. hot Asian ladies. The Asian guys were or like running the shoulder, like, oh, come on, hurry up now, hurry up now, more customer. 
Morecambe. Hurry up now. Why are you First, auditioning for the job? Tony, this is not an Asian buffet. Okay? <laughs> this isn't a Chinese buffet. You can't hurry up and clean those tables for more customer. Okay. Can you imagine? Because all you can, Tony, all you could we're take on opium. drugs. We're we're literally on heroin where you want to just lounge and sleep, and you're gonna tell us to hurry up now? Yeah. I, listen, because we got more I just injected myself. In. I'm gonna be here for the next twelve to fourteen <laughs> hours. We got more customer coming in. We need we need the we need the bed for more customer. We need the bed for, for more customer. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you guys aren't you you don't want me? I I I mean I am the resident Asian of He the got network. really like sensitive for a half a second. He's mm-hmm. like, wait, you guys don't want me? Yeah. I'm a resident Asian. Yeah. You, I think this is going to work. I, I'm beginning to really love this idea. If Oregon can pull it off. I'm starting to hate the idea. <laughs> <laughs> you messing up the fantasy. He needs this right yeah. now. He needs to be able to think he can just lay in an opium den with hot Asian women and not be molested by Tony. Yeah. Thomas, or I rushing think, I think me. I don't want to be, I don't want to make room for customer. I'm yeah. going to lay down for a good 15 to 20 hours. Yeah, I think Thomas, you need you need opium too. I think we all could use a little bit at this well, point. 173 million Americans. Jesus. Want marijuana legalized. Ooh. Can we just do it already at this point? 173 million people. How many people live in the United States? Isn't it like 300 something million? Like so that's like half? Can you google that really fast? Yeah, give me a second. 170 million Americans want marijuana legalized. As of 20, 331 million people. So that's, like half. That's more than half this country. And that other half are, is, there's only two, there's two reasons these other people aren't on board. Number one, they're just not educated on it. They're old. And there's still the mindset that only beatniks and hippies smoke mm-hmm. weed. And then there's the religious radicals. Who are also uneducated. <laughs> That's that is only that's the my mother has been wand wand. Yep. Uh, Tony, can I have my brain back, please? (laughs) (laughs) My mom has been won over like she doesn't want to do it, but she understands now because she's done research on it. My mother, who I never would have imagined in my life, would be pro marijuana. And she's even for it. Which makes sense. So when I read this report, 173 million Americans, I didn't even flinch. I was like, yeah, that makes sense because you want to talk about a big PR cleanup. Marijuana for the last, I want to say eight, maybe six to eight years, there has been a massive PR campaign for marijuana. Yeah. Cleaning up the image, getting rid or sorting through the myths that just aren't correct about marijuana so earlier this month we witnessed another step in the cannabis revolution according to motley fool marijuana legalization initiates initiates initiatives there we go tony made the ballot in five states and residents passed each measure with ease this included south dakota which made history by becoming the first state to jump from completely illegal to medically and recreationally legal in one night Damn. By the end of election night, there were now 36 states 
that waved the green flag on medical marijuana. So again, can we just get it over with and do like a full on prohibition with alcohol and just go full bore? The people that are it's holding gonna out, happen. there's going to be holding out people that hold out for a few reasons as well. Not just the religious people, but even people who may realize it's not that big of a deal. People like my father who worked in drug enforcement for, you know, 30 plus years, him and I have had this conversation and he is not for it. He understands. And he's even said that people that are on that use marijuana, it's in high areas that use marijuana. It's less, there is less crime because they lounge, they chill. Yeah. So he's all, I understand the stats that comes with it. But the thing he can't come to terms with is that his entire career has been defined by the war on drugs. Yeah. So when suddenly legalize it, how do you justify the last 30, 40 years of your life? Sometimes you just got to accept that the people you killed on the bad side over marijuana and the people that you watch die going to war with drug lords. How do you justify that when suddenly, yeah, it's all right. Legalize it. Mexico just announced Mexico has just announced complete legalization of cannabis. Mm. So the war on drugs is over. Well, so maybe that's how you justify it, man. It's over. And sometimes your side loses. Yeah. If that's honestly, the but it's also been like when you, I think a lot of people don't want to come to terms that the war on drugs was already a farce. Yes. If, if that's the case with Mexico completely legalizing cannabis, I mean, I'm curious of how that's going to affect down the road for the cartels. Because that's how they make their money. Okay, so really. according to very, I, I know several people who own dispensaries, and it's starting to die out. But when it first got really big in Arizona, the biggest problem they had to overcome was dealing with the illegal black market marijuana, basically. And it wasn't competition in terms of money, it had to do with threats coming from. The illegal distributors. These people are criminals. The guys opening up dispensaries are college students who liked to smoke marijuana when they were in college. Hmm. So they're terrified. These these are white boys, a lot of them, you know, in their early 20s who are being threatened by, you know, 50 year old drug lords <laughs> like we want you to close down your shop because it hurt business. That's that's the real reason why Mexico legalized it. It was for the drug lords to start flourishing again and making money in that country. Cause let's be honest, marijuana is, pro- is probably their, their biggest export. That is their economy. Hmm. Even if they don't want to accept it because they can't. So the problems you have Tony, to answer your question, some of the biggest problems are the, or I'm not saying I'm, it's not biggest problems. Um, what was your question again? How <laughs> much cannabis like, have you been I, doing? I, yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm right the, now. the cannabis and my disease giving to you guys have, has affected your uh, mental state. My question was, you know, like if Mexico is legalizing cannabis, how is that going to affect yeah, that's right. the drug cartels? They're in getting the involved. Way? Legally, you're, you're seeing overnight sensations. That's where I was going with this. Okay. You have people who were formerly forced to work in the shadows 
can now just come out and say, we have tons of shit. <clears throat> Let's open up some legal spots yeah. around the city and boom. It no longer needs to be a front. You just take your illegal money. Buy now it's become more or less like it seems like there'll be store. free market competition now. Yeah. Out in the open. Out in the open, which ultimately I think legalizing marijuana is going to just help with crime in Mexico. And only time will tell because Mexico is the wild, wild west. It really is. So we'll see a lot of people that are very pro legalizing many things feel like it's going to help solve the bloodshed in many parts of Mexico. Just like here, it's going to solve unnecessary uh, prisons for being filled up because some dude had a joint on them. You know, enough with, you know, these, these people who are 20 some years old and they get like eight, nine years for having a couple ounces of marijuana, which is ridiculous. So a lot of people feel like if you're legalizing things, it's not about being Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, that's what a lot of the religious people think. Oh, my God, it's Sodom and Gomorrah. We are committing sins. Yeah. Huh? Sins. The think of the children. But what it is, it's about de- it's a, they want to decriminalize certain things so that we can basically nip the entire prison system. Because you want about the biggest work of all time. That's a billion dollar industry. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a lot of problems in this country and a lot, a lot of it is the excessive fines, the excessive uh, penalties for having certain drugs. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes over in Oregon, because if it ends up being a success over there with legalizing some of these drugs, you're going to see other states soon follow. And let's not forget the fact that the marijuana business has brought in millions and millions and millions of dollars into local economies in every single state. That was one of the things they mentioned when Colorado legalized it. Like, uh, like they were wondering, oh, how much money will Colorado end up uh, gaining with the legalized marijuana? What was the figures? I, I believe we Isn't talked about it. Not billions. I know billions now, but do you remember there was a figure like it was like in a week? We talked about it on the show when Colorado first legalized recreational use of marijuana. And it was some ridiculous number. And we were blown away at the amount of money they brought in in such a short amount of time. And that's what yeah. caught the eye of so many other local politicians in other states. They're like, holy shit. Is that what Colorado just did? I mean, what are they doing with that money? They can inject it into other programs that are more important, into schools, into helping people who are, you know, impoverished. Into literally anything. Anything. All that money. You want to talk about people, you know how they say you can't, you can't, money doesn't grow on trees? Well, money literally grows on trees when it comes to marijuana. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the budget for Colorado is in any danger, if that's the case. Yeah. You know, like, I think they did, they they earned a lot more money-wise than they expected. So, in terms of, like, financing whatever state programs or whatever, that shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, I also think we should proceed with caution 
the conspiracy theorist in me starts to think that people in positions of power would love nothing more than people to be doped up all the time. That way they can get away with all kinds of shenanigans while while we are doped up looking for an escape. We already live, Thomas, in a pseudo-intellectual society where people react without thinking, and this might be something that ends with dulling our senses that much more. Yeah, it's there's definitely the slippery slope argument to be made. These how days. how are you going to be that passionate about something if we're all just fucking an opium dense? Well, I mean, how do you, you just don't give a shit? You yeah. just don't, not to the same degree. Yeah, so we we definitely need to stay sharp, Thomas. Yeah, agreed. But if we want to stay sharp, if we really want to stay sharp, we need to make sure we hone our skills. So we should okay. definitely think about legalizing. Murder. Oh, okay. <laughs> now we're talking. That one escalated. Now we're talking. So you want to get ready for the purge. Well, listen, if we're going to keep ourselves doped up, we also want to sharpen our senses. And if we can, you know, do away with silly rules, we need some rules, of course. Some rules. I'm not a savage, Thomas. Okay. We just need a few ground I'm not rules. I'm a monster. I'm not a monster. Thank you. Why don't we turn into like a running man type game show then? Well, you are on the right track. We do need some ground rules laid out and everything should work out just fine. Okay. Rule number one, open season on dumb people. Number one, straight off the bat. <laughs> there goes half of the population already. Number two, don't infringe on rule number one. We'll keep it simple. That's all the rules like we need. The fight club setup. That's it. All right. Do we need to do a test then? Like uh, implement some sort of uh, system wide or well, you know, some like- people do pour on tests, <laughs> not pointing at anybody in the studio right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to be the first one shot, Tony. So <laughs> Ixnay on the test. How about we just find a way to. Um, yeah, you're right. The IQ that, that would be a majority of Asians, okay. the left standing. Why does it always go to race? Like I we're not just- talking about race. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I, I know you are. That's why it always goes there. All right. So why murder? I, that's it. That's just that's it. Simple plan. Just, let's legalize it. You want to get, get rid of dumb with. people? Just cut to the chase. It goes right back to my previous statement about remaining vigilant and cautious. We need to stay sharp by murdering people. That'll keep us on our toes. <laughs> if you think someone might shoot you, that's true. For you being be an edge. idiot, you're going to always be ready. Let's bring back that wild, wild west mentality. Will it? You got to be quick with the gun. Will that somehow make us all paranoid? Though, no. like, there'll be that sort of like, like. No, you'll see people having respect again. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Why'd you say that like an Asian? Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. I'm okay. still a Ethiopian. Okay, gun. customer. <laughs> all right, so there's this guy out here um, in this video. I have, I should say, who wants to legalize medicinal prostitution. And he has an entire plan for it. This is actually real. He wants to put legalized medicinal prostitution on a ballot. Oh, okay. elk, 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 elk. I got hit with some ads. How is prostitution medicinal? Oh, you don't listen it to this guy. Healing this properties. guy's pretty wise. It has Tony. I can see this guy being Tony, actually. Just listen to him talk for a okay, while. Okay. And it's almost as if Tony is this guy. 
Doko, and this is a ballot initiative to legalize medicinal prostitution. It is called the Arizona Medical Sex Act. The way it would work is if you have a debilitating medical condition, such as immune deficiency, heart disease, insomnia, prostate cancer. I have all those things. As you say, menstrual cramps. Debilitating. These are just like daily things. Menstrual cramps. If you is hate your life, if you're depressed, if you menstrual cramps is a week, is a monthly thing. That's not. Insomnia could be anybody. I love how generic well, he's, this is. He, yeah. he wants to make sure it gets passed. He wants everybody to make sure they yeah. have a horse in this race. Immune deficiency, heart disease, insomnia, prostate cancer, menstrual cramps, or any other of a number of uh, medical conditions that has been shown to be treatable with sex, you could go to your doctor and get a prescription to get a medical sex card, which will enable you to purchase sex from a state licensed caregiver at a registered medical sex clinic. Uh, this okay. bill. Uh, if we get this formal, with prostitution, it could work. I mean, I, I want to go to a website. Like they already have secret websites, but I want to go to a website and I want to have a menu of whores. A whore menu. A whore menu. <laughs> That's what I want. I want a whore menu. I want choices. I want chocolate. I want vanilla. <laughs> I want strawberry. Extra large, large. Tattooed large. Um, Non-tattooed large. Non-tattooed small, tattooed small, non-tattooed extra large. Will remove the prohibition and uh, enable big lips, small lips, big areolas, small areolas. I just put it all on the menu. People who to be. What do you want on that menu, Thomas? Oh, oh you man. want you want penis too. Don't I you? want everything on that menu. Yeah, man. but uh, <laughs> he wants a sampler. I want a sampler. You want a combo? I want yeah. a combo meal. Protected from prosecution. <laughs> I want some uh, titties with a side of cock. Breeding their yeah. serious debilitating medical and a sperm milkshake to wash it down. Conditions with sex. That's, that wouldn't taste. All right, man. I like that. I like that. I like the interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this. That's Tony has the idea, and you were the interviewer yeah, in that scenario. Treating their serious debilitating medical conditions with sex. Oh, yeah. All right, man. I like that. I like yeah. that. So you could tell it made that guy's day too. When, yeah. when this dude said, I like that, he. Where do I sign up? He got like an extra, you know, he get that little extra skip. Mm-hmm. You know, a little, he got really bouncy with his shoulders and it looked down like he wanted to talk more now because he felt emboldened. Oh, this guy likes my idea. I'm on to something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's what's in the paperwork then? Uh, this is the actual bill itself. Um, uh, you can read uh, what I wrote. The Arizona Medical Sex Act protects terminally or seriously ill patients from state prosecution for purchasing or providing limited. Am- I mean, it's ran pretty well. It sounds legal, right? It sounds sounds okay by my standards. Services on their doctor's recommendation. Qualifying patients who register with the Arizona. I want to get a copy of that that uh, initiative. Yeah. Yeah. See if you can find one. The Department of Health Services will be permitted. In PDF format, so I can uh, put it on the cloud. To purchase sex from licensed caregivers operating within. I think so. If somebody wants to look into this, they can go to a website or where you at. Um. I don't have a website currently. Oh, come on. You blew Dude, it. You that, blew it. That's amateur hour. You, you blew need a it. website. It's a buck fifty four, for a website. Yeah, four bucks at the most. LegalizedProstitution.com yeah. is easy. Come on. Uh, Yanni Doko. I, 
I'm actually a libertarian politician. I ran for state house in 2014, and I had a... Of course he's libertarian. Why these people got to give us all a bad name? This is yeah. why I hate I hate social associating with libertarians, because you get these lunatics a lot. Like, listen, every political party has those those lunatics, mm-hmm. but the libertarians have a very... Pers- uh, very specific type of lunatic. They want to. They want to legalize everything. But they're everything. devoted. They're devoted into their into these issues. I mean, I am making fun of them, but I would actually be one hundred percent okay with on board league. with this. You know, it doesn't even need to be medicinal. Prostitution should. It should be, be legal. I have said this for years. It's now. working it, in it Nevada. Sh- yeah, it should just be legal. Period. You would be able to keep better track of what's going on. You would take it from the shadows and put it on a, you know, a, you're going to mainstream it. And when you mainstream something, you're going to be able to make sure everything's on the up and up a bit better. It's controlled. Then. It's controlled. If it's illegal, you then open up doorways for sex trafficking Problems. and all other types of issues that's related to prostitution. But if you mainstream it, a lot of those issues will go away. Ill-fated campaign for Congress. and That's why you should legalize murder. Once you bring it, <laughs> once you mainstream murder. All those little issues will go away. Just mainstream murder. There you go. I just get rid of it all. Jesus. Jesus has nothing to do with this. I know. <laughs> so Joe Jonas, Emmy Razum, and a bunch of other celebs, they defended Lucas Gage. This was hilarious to me because I would have been this guy. <laughs> Not Lucas Gage. Who, now, who's a director? In, What's he from? I honestly don't know. I think he's like a two-bit actor. Okay. Yeah, if you want to Google him and let me know. Oh, okay, briefly. Uh, he's from Euphoria. HBO's. Okay, yeah. Okay, so that's relatively new. So a director insults his home during a Zoom audition. And I don't see the problem in this. <laughs> I, I honestly, it doesn't say I'm a bad, are we bad people that we? Yes, but we've established that and we are aware. It's not like, once I read the article, you'll understand. It's not like he said, oh, Lucas, you have a shitty apartment. He thought he was muted and he didn't know the meeting had started yet. And he was just kind of making fun of the dude's apartment. I would do the same you, thing. You have done. The I same do thing. do the same thing. I was just saying. I've made fun of Jesse Hansen's uh, basement. It looked like he murdered. I, I said it on, yeah. during a Q&A. The poor guy pays for a Q&A and I made fun of his basement that he's in. <laughs> looks like he murdered people in there, bro. Yeah. Where's the axe at? Hide the blood. All right, so this article says if we learned one thing in the age of Zoom, it's to mute your microphone when not speaking. Okay, I don't need to read all this bullshit. No, you don't. You can just skip ahead. Okay, so uh, Gage posted a recording of his meeting uh, with the unnamed director on Instagram, captioning the clip, PSA, if you are shit-talking, if you're, if you're a, a shit he did Yep. Spelling's hard. Yeah. <laughs> If you're being a tough guy on Instagram, you should probably learn how to spell. PSA, if you are a shit-talking director, make sure to mute your shit on Zoom meetings. Uh, Here, I have the audio. These poor people live in these tiny apartments. Like, I'm looking at his, you know, background, and he's got his TV and, and, you know. Yeah, mute it. I know it's a shitty apartment. That's why give me this job so I can get a better one. All right. Um, ready? 
Oh my God, I'm so so sorry. No, it's totally. Li- listen, I'm living I'm in a. So I'm living in a four by four box. It's fine. Just give me the job, and we'll be no, fine. I, <laughs> <laughs> that's. See, here's the thing. You could have just pl- that. Could have been fun. Yeah. Okay. So he at- <laughs> first up, I don't know if he was shit talking the guy's apartment. He said, "I don't understand these people how they live in these little places." Is that shit talking or is that? Like, no, he's true, like, confused. Really, like, wow, that place is really, really small. I don't think that was shit. He was like, look at this asshole's bitch ass apartment. No, he wasn't saying that. He yeah. was like, dude, how the fuck do people manage? Yeah, that's what it sounded like to me. But he posted this as a negative. And I also, you were just like, dude, don't worry about it. And then you go and just make this being an asshole about yeah. it. And so. honestly, I think Lucas Gage is the real asshole in this I scenario. Too. I do too. I'm dude. like, because there's a certain, there's a certain level of professionalism and the guy thought he was muted. So it has nothing to do with professionalism from his side. He immediately apologized and holy shit. It's very sincere too. Yeah. So who's really the unprofessional You're one You're the here? fucking asshole because you said immediately, well, give me the job and we'll be square. And then I'm sure he didn't. And you decided to be an asshole and take this to Instagram where all it really does is make you look petty. Now, these poor people live in these tiny apartments is what he said. These people live in these small homes. And you hear that a lot in in cities in L.A. Everyone says that. And these cities in New York that live in these tiny apartments and you're baffled that they managed to find a way to put the refrigerator right next to your bed next to the washing machine. And then you shit in a in a bucket. Which is very common in these New York yeah. apartments. Sad as it is. So I don't find the problem with what he said. However, of course, the Internet did. And they proceed to attack him. Numerous employees or employees, numerous celebrities. Uh, Lucy Hale, January Jones, Joe Jonas, Emmy Rossum, Barbie, Barbie Ferreira, Kevin McHale and Charlie McDowell began voicing their support for Gage following the incident. And they said, classy response, Lucas. <laughs> what an entitled asshole. DM me who it was so I can make note to not ever work with that person again. I don't know, man. Why do we love to, to make something out of nothing? But here's the, here's the thing that bothers me. This was not the thing. To be taking to Instagram and champion how downtrodden and unfortunate you are. Motherfucker, you're still an actor. You're young. You've gotten into Hollywood. If I was a director, I, would, I wouldn't I would hire this guy. Yeah. Because I, I wouldn't be able to trust him. You can't. Because right if I say anything that he decides is offensive, he's just going to post it. Now, if it was something like that director was a complete asshole yes like, that's I'm not, different, no i'm not going right. to the fucking job look at this guy look at his shitty little apartment he's a nobody i'm just doing this because i have to oh hey man hey, what's sorry up, dude? and was completely like that i could see it but think- also this is i would vent to my friends and i'd maybe not try to work with this guy again if he really upset me that much but I just I don't see how this is something to like where you were some sort of bastion champion of the downtrodden. It's a no issue. It really is a, a non issue. And you're the one who made light of the joke, too. And the guy was 
sounded apologetic on the thing. Yeah. Now, I don't know. The who bottom it was. line is, is that he got his attention, he got his clicks, he got his like yeah, exactly. Uh, there you go. And now that, some that's other director will be like, because oh, quite, let's give him a job. Because quite honestly, before even getting into this article, I had no clue who this guy was. Neither now, did I. And now, now I know him because oh, you're the guy with the shitty apartment, you know that. <laughs> Yeah, like whatever. That's just when I see a lot of people championing something and I'm completely confused. I'm like, why are we championing this? I start to wonder, am Am I I just am I the (laughs) asshole? Am I that director? Am I? And maybe maybe I am. I do the same thing when I see people post selfies and their house looks like shit in the background. I'm like, fucking clean your house. Jesus Christ. I mean, there's been chicks that post, you know, who are hot. And I don't even pay attention to how hot they are because I'm looking. I'm like, fuck, your, your wall has black stains on it. Mm-hmm. Who We've has black it. stains on their fucking wall? Meth houses. I mean, I can't even. Wa- yeah, opium dens. I can't even watch webcam girls that have shitty homes. There, there has been webcam chicks yeah. that, that are super hot. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm getting into this. And I get ready to do my thing. And then I notice they have like just random trash in the background. They have like a, a waste bin that's full that's filled to the top. They have a mirror on the wall that's crooked. I'm like, what? This is a bomb shelter. <laughs> Where do you live? Clean your place and then show me your titties. <laughs> there was this girl that sent me nude vids a while back, and she had a pile of laundry and a twin bed that was unmade in the background. And I was like, nah. Do your laundry. Make your bed. I started to sound like her father. I'm like, hey, you know what? Send me another one. Why? Because your bed is unmade. She's like, what does that have to do with anything? I'm like, you're, it's just, it's, I can't focus. You're a disgusting human being. Do your laundry. Why do you have panties laying all over the place? <laughs> I was, if I was at your house and I looked at the floor and I saw panties, I'd be like, oh, hell yeah, it's on. But if I'm on a video on the other end, there's no context. I just think you're a slob. Have you no decency? Well, we got rid of shame a long time ago. Uh, we need to bring shame back. And it's going to be in the voice of Michael Flores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good point, though. You you are right. It's, we, it's shame, dude. We we can't. Well, you're not shame. allowed to. You can't. Yeah. You know, slut shame. You can't. And that's the thing. Is I'm like, yeah, don't be an asshole necessarily. But we but, sure did shame, shame, right? Exactly. But shame is a natural, I mean, Big Mouth, the show on Netflix, did a great job with this whole concept. Shame is an important aspect of human behavior that prevents us from doing stuff that is self-harming and self, is, is negative and is stuff that prevents us from leaning into the worst aspects of our personalities and our society. It's not that we should be glorifying or loving it when we can shame someone, but sometimes you should have a little bit of shame. Yeah. If you're living with your trash can, and I know I'm guilty of this shit, when you see that and you're like, I just throw more trash in it, you should be ashamed when your parents or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whoever comes over and sees it and says, what the fuck's wrong with you? Why are you such a slob? Hmm. Yeah, maybe you could go off on the attack and say you're just trying to like slob shame me or something like that. But the fact of the matter is you should get off your lazy ass and empty the trash. You should do your fucking laundry. You should maybe not fuck every person that comes your way. But again, if you want to, that's fine and lean into it. But shame is an important part (laughs) of the human psyche. And we've just made it in completely 
unacceptable to have shame about anything. So now we just do everything. I think we should bring back the shame bell. Yeah. I think everybody should just have a shame bell. And whenever they see someone that does something stupid, mostly hot chicks with dirty rooms, just (laughs) shake that bell. Well, dude, it also comes back down to the same thing. If you don't have shame about that, great. Enjoy those things that you like that you have no shame about. But if somebody calls you out and you are ashamed all of a sudden, it's not their fault. And you shouldn't be defensive. If you feel bad, it's because you know you did something you shouldn't be doing. We actually have audio of me getting mad at that nude video when it was sent to me with a dirty room. Listen, this is me. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we need, Thomas. You've never been so right. We need to to bring back shame. We do. (laughs) In a weird way, we do. That's how I keep myself in line. I shame myself all the time. Because it's the only thing that makes you say, you know what? Maybe I should stop being such a piece of shit and fix something about my life. Yeah. I wear a shame bell around my neck. Yeah. When I have sex, I put a shame bell around my penis. It just goes to ding. It just constantly is. It's just constantly dinging. No. (laughs) See, if if I put that type of, I can't put that type of bell on my dick. (laughs) It's more like those little jingle bells. Like the cat that's neck. A, that's the, the only thing that will work on my penis, Thomas. If you can rock the cowbell, yeah, you have no shame. Yeah. You should just go out in the street with that thing. Shame. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, I don't know. I disagree shame. with that entire thing. Speaking of webcam chicks, just changing the topic here <laughs> slightly. You, are you aware that there's a supernatural actress that opened up an OnlyFans? I am aware of that, yes. Her name is Catherine Ramdeem, I believe is how you say her last name. She was part of the Wayward Sisters spinoff. Yeah. She's attractive. She is. Why would she open up an OnlyFans? Because she too was made fun of for a shitty apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's something. I'm going to look her up real fast. Give me a second. Oh, okay. What, what, what's okay. Her? I, I actually haven't looked at her OnlyFans. I've been waiting for so I can have an honest surprise here. You have to subscribe to see anything. Oh, really? Yeah, that's how OnlyFans works. Is there any free works. ones There's yet? no free ones on OnlyFans. Oh, I found some free ones. <laughs> they usually are Russian sites. Jesus. That's why you need a new fucking computer. Hold on. Catherine Redeem, OnlyFans. I, I can't find it. Is she on Twitter? Yeah. L- give me a minute. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. I'm sure. Tony, do you know it. who she is? No, I don't. Catherine Redeem. How do you spell the last name? I don't know. That's why I've been asking. Uh, let's see. Ram Dean. R-A-M-D-E-E-N. Ram Dean. Can you post it in Discord? Yeah. Or otherwise, I'm going to be spending the next. Oh, there you go. Oh, wait. It just popped up. Why did, she, got it. why did she put parentheses Winchester? Ram Dean Winchester? Because oh. you have to know Supernatural. Oh, Jesus. She's just trying to ride that train. Life is the only narrative we control. Our choices equal our lives. Oh, she's one of those um, webcam philosophers. Oh, suppose yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> she drops like knowledge on us. Well, listen, we don't want to hear your knowledge. We're not subscribing to your OnlyFans to listen to your brain, honey. <laughs> Show your tits. I'm, I, listen, I'm you, I'm not a sexist man, but you're you, you signed up for OnlyFans. You know what you're doing. Yeah, OnlyFans. 
I want to see tits. Mm-hmm. I want to see boobs. Okay. I don't want to hear you speak. Okay. I, I know that might sound really bad, Thomas. It does, but it's understandable. I would never, ever say that or think that when it comes to a real woman in real life. This is OnlyFans. This is webcam. This is like going to a prostitute and she starts telling you about her kids. I'm like, listen, I don't fucking care. (laughs) (laughs) All I care about is how much is it going to cost and how many times can I fuck? And that a lot of time. (laughs) I'm just trying to get ready. I've never been to a prostitute. So I'm just, is that the lingo? Is that what you say? I'm only basing what I see in movies. So you got to bear with me here. People that may be average goers of prostitutes. David would be. You need David in here. What did you just send me on Discord? That's her OnlyFans link. Hey, hold on. (laughs) All right. I'm going to derail the show. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) It's opening. Give me a second. Oh, it's opening. All right. Why is this computer so slow? Because the Russian sites you go to. Listen, I'll take a little bit of uh, spyware if it means I can get some free OnlyFans. <laughs> I'd have nothing to hide. Yeah, so you can't see anything and you need to subscribe for six sixty six a month. Oh, there's not even like a free not preview? Not anything. You get nothing. Dude, what if like, because, you know, obviously she sees the people who sign, yeah. who sign up, obviously. What if like... One of them was like Jensen Ackles. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to use his regular actual named account. She opens up her email. She like, Jensen Ackles has just subscribed to your OnlyFans. What do you do if you're her? Like, what do you, you do? You send him a special picture. Now, first yeah. off, you know, you know that every dude that works on the set of Supernatural has, has subscribed. Yeah, that's probably how you know you're making money. It's just like Katie Cassidy's nude that hit the interwebs during the fappening, you know, every dude looked up her nudes. Period. Yeah. I didn't because I, that's uh, wrong. Uh-huh. It wasn't made for my eyes, Thomas. That's inappropriate. Only fans definitely, but I don't do the, uh, you know, celebrity jihad sites. I don't do that. It's not right. Morally, it's not right to look at hacked photos, Thomas. I will not participate in the downward spiral of society. (laughs) So many people are morally bankrupt, and I will not be a part of that. That's so funny. (laughs) I will never look at anything from hacked sites. No, I'm not buying this. (laughs) Now, if she were to pay or she were to want, let's, you know. Let's say I contribute. Katie Cassie did not want anyone to look at those, right? It was uh, it was a, Hack, a, violation a violation of the highest order. Right. But what if before you, you want to donate to a good cause? So let's say before you look at those photos of Katie Cassidy's vagina and boobs, mm-hmm. you donate to like an orphan fund. Does that make it morally better? Does it balance out the scales? What if it's Katie Cassidy's own, you know, dot org? Every celebrity has a, a thing now. Mm-hmm. What if he just went over there and deposited like, you know, 40, 50 bucks, whatever you thought the value of was? Would, would it be okay then, morally, you think? I think you're trying to find a way to morally clean the slate so that you can do, look at the photo. Hold on, I got to take some notes on your thoughts. Justify yeah. it? Because I have, uh, I, I'm just confused. I know a lot of things, but I just don't know what the right answer is, Thomas, for that. You need to do more research. All right. So, Kat Ramdeen, last seen six minutes ago. 
Oh, she's active. She's active. Oh, she is active. Can you at least click on our profile photo to make no, it you bigger? You can't see anything. Oh, that's some bullshit. You'll see nothing. If you purchase a Supergirl booty shorts, please DM me and get your two free PPVSs. What is that? PPVSs? Uh, um. It says the Zap booty shorts are in boys and girls. So she's doing wait, the whole thing. Wow. Yep. See, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't know. I'm like, to me, if you're doing an OnlyFans, like, you know exactly what your clientele is. You know exactly why you're there. You're in full control of it. So I, people are going to do and say things. She has 2.6 likes. 2.6 thousand likes. There you go. That's not a lot in the grand scheme of things, is it? No, that's not, not a lot really, when it comes enough. to OnlyFans. Well, yeah, because you got to think maybe 2.6 thousand likes. That doesn't mean necessarily people are subscribed, right? 79 I don't know posts. How it works. I need to find out. Maybe it's not I, like Patreon that shows. It's how many only six sixty six a month. Maybe yeah. I will for a cup of coffee a month. You know, I'll use the company card. I'll use, <laughs> use I'll, I'll use the Rainman Digital Company card. You handed out that password it, to the, rest be, of the company, and I'll feel okay doing that because it's research. Oh, oh, is that? I'll it? share the password. All right, with this Supernatural the Crossroads show hosts because okay, Supernatural related. It is, I, I'm fine with that. Then. She is attractive then, though, right? I think you're then morally justified. How's that? Is Mike? she attractive though? I need she to know. Attractive. I need to know before I purchase. Yes, she is. <laughs> I need to know my goods and services. <laughs> what kind of quality am I getting out of this purchase? This is Look at Tony. If you're on video, Tony, Tony is gripping his iPad looking at the photos. Look look at him. He is like, do you see him? Two hand, he's yeah, two-handing he's, it. That iPad's going to break. <laughs> Who uses two hands to scroll through an iPad? At least we can see both hands, all right? He has two hands holding it. Do you see? Thomas. Does anyone hold their iPad like that? Like they're driving a car? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> I think we're all going to subscribe later. I think this is just the future where everything will be a subscription-based model for anything you want. You want food, you got to pay for it. You want porn, you got to pay specific people for it. TV, specific people for it. Like, that's just where we're going, it seems. It's true. But, you know, if you can make money off of it, more power to you. Oh, look at you being all progressive and accepting. Dude, I have Where's said, the shame bell at, Thomas? No, Where's the shame the bell? Because I've said a thousand times, if I was an attractive woman, I would have been on this shit from the day it started making money. I think that, guys could make some dough on there, too. Probably. I don't know. But you got to do a lot more vulgar things for a lot more fucked up people. Well, because guys need some fucked up shit. Especially, I mean, listen, the gay community, we're all men. I always gonna- say this. Gay men are still men. Yeah. And if you have two men who are depraved, which most men are, then yep. there's going to be, there's no rules. There's, see, women are the buffer. Exactly. Women are the buffer in straight relationships. I'm not saying there aren't some freaks out there. There are. Oh, yeah. and, and even women who are buffers are still freaks, but they still draw the line usually. You're like, what is wrong with Men you? are like, I'm going to pee in your mouth and fucking peel over your face, and I'm going to jizz in your asshole while I'm peeing at the same time. It's not even scientifically possible, but I'm going to do it. And women are like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. If they could read our mind while we're fucking oh. them, they wouldn't fuck us ever exactly. again. They would all become lesbians all of them <laughs> all of them so you put two men together thomas they are defying science and they are pissing and jizzing at the same time in other dudes mouths it happens 
when you put two gay men together, anything is possible. Well, see, and that's the thing, too, is that, like you said, the women are the buffer. A dude who's a pervert is going to say, hey, do this weird shit. And they'll do it. And a guy who's a pervert who's selling, he's going to be like, all right, <laughs> here's how much it'll cost. I mean, if I was gay, I'd probably never leave my home. You wouldn't have to. You could have all the money in the world. I would just be having sex with men all the time in my house. And that's this. why prostitution's illegal, because they bring the society to a collapse. <laughs> I will be right back with the post show. Thank you for listening to The Rain Man Show with your host, Michael Flores, with hosts Thomas Cowley, Tony Sabal, produced by Michael Flores and Bobby Doherty. The Rain Man Show is a Cazador Productions and Rain Man Digital Broadcast production. For all things Rain Man Show, go to rainmandigitalmedia.com. That bitch! Look at the titties! What up? Welcome to the Rain Man Post Show of yours truly, Tony Sabal, and my right-hand man, left-hand man, fist man, whatever. Oh, Jesus. I'll pick one Thomas of Thomas Cowley. How are you, <laughs> Not Thomas? the fist man. <laughs> okay. Well, All right, at least, Tony. At least now, you know, like, uh, you're in much better physical shape now. You know, the last time you were... You were basically an old man cripple. Uh, you know, still a little bit there, but yes, okay. much better. Maybe you need medical marijuana. Maybe I already have some. <laughs> better yet, maybe you need medicinal prostitution. That I can get aboard. Yeah. That'd be legit. I'm still trying to wrap my head around, you know, like... Uh, what are the medicinal properties of prostitution? It releases endorphins uh-huh. to the brain. It's okay. a natural antidepressant. Okay, you got me on that. Um, it's a great physical exercise. Right. Good for heart health and, card- and the cardiovascular system. Okay. It increases interpersonal skills and communications. Okay. Because, I mean, come on, it does. Okay, will it cure hand, the cold? Hand-eye coordination improves. Will it cure co- the cold? Uh, it will not cure the common it cold. It will not cure cancer. Um, it can help prevent cancer. Will it cure Alzheimer's? No. Parkinson's? No. Insomnia? Ah, oh, okay. Got you there. Okay. I, I mean, you're, you're, you're in the lead. You're in the lead. You're There's the lead. a lot of health benefits. I mean, I got to admit, uh, you know, like we heard that this was, I don't know whether I, I got mixed feelings. Like one, it was introduced by a libertarian and I am a libertarian and it was done here in Arizona. Yeah. And I'm like going one, I, I mean, part of me is like going, how is this not gaining some sort of traction? And then the other part is, is, do we really want this to gain traction? I think it should. And it's an interesting discussion because there are a lot of different people out there, uh, both in feminine studies and historical groups that say that basically prostitution was outlawed because it gave women too much power Mm. in the eyes of men back in the day. Because Seattle is a great example of this. A little history lesson for everybody. Because right. we learned this when we were in Seattle. There was an underground, like, d- the dirty 
aspects of the city, like brothel, not uh, safe yes, for work yes, tour. Yes, I, and Randy and I were walking past and we saw that sign and we're like, oh, we're fucking going to this. Mm-hmm. So we go to this tour and this guy takes you through the entire city and all the underground and you learn how the city was built way back in the day mm-hmm. on basically on top of the ruins of the old city. Oh, uh, yeah. And one of the most influential people in the early days of Seattle I cannot remember the woman's name, but was the madam who ran the brothel in Seattle. And the city had a lot of respect for her. A lot of officials were patrons and she had a lot of command and she worked great with the police force. And she was right there with all the other movers and shakers. There's a lot of history that shows that people, asshole dudes who ruined it for everyone, didn't like that she had that kind of power. And other women didn't like that she had that kind of power because well, their, their husbands would go off to the brothel. You know, Seattle was a port, so it's like constantly different. You'd have different clientele on a regular basis, like yeah. sailing in. Said, so, "Ooh, I can't wait to get to Seattle." It's a great business venture, yeah. but I think that that's one reason why we should bring this shit back because a there's really no downside to it. You want to talk moral fiber and all that shit? That fucking stuff gets degraded by bad people all the time, anyway. Yeah, I think that one. I mean, it looks like it. It's been working for a while in Nevada. Oldest profession. It's been working for a while in Nevada, and there's one thing that I really do like about the fact uh, that Nevada's pulling it off: no state income tax. I mean, come on. That's the red. There's the silver lining you're seeing. That is a. That is a. I'm. I'm sort of like you know. Again, I'm a libertarian. I mean, if I could pay as less tax as possible, that's great. But hey, come on. They got gambling. They got prostitution. Why do they have to tax the Nevada citizens at that point? Yeah, makes sense. I mean, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But also, I mean, you know, like uh, you, you look at you know, like uh, uh, what you said, the moral aspect. People who cry out in the middle of the night, the middle of the day, decrying the depravity and the morality. And then, you know, like the majority of them in their private houses are probably sticking dildos up well, their okay, asses. Well, okay, look at the know? Eyes Wide Shut movie. Like, there's so much of that shit that happens in the real world as it is. There's so many people who cheat and do terrible things and don't love the person they're with. And, you know... And yet they claim to have some sort of moral high ground, but then yeah. are found in the bathroom, you know, sucking off sailors. So there you go. Shut the fuck up. And I think it would like weed, anything that is natural that allows us to like chill the fuck out in this stressful, especially after this year. Mm-hmm. Everyone deserves a trip to Nevada or Amsterdam after surviving this year. I think the I think that is probably one of the good reasons why a lot more states are becoming a lot more open to it, because let's face it, you're right. We do need probably a hit from the blunt. And it would also help with anger management issues Mm -hmm. because nobody gives a fuck about anything post-sex. You're just relaxed. And you're like, chill. Yeah, this fucking house could burn down. I wouldn't even give a shit. And and we mentioned (laughs) mentioned in the show, I mean, there was like a couple years ago, people wondering if they could pull it off in Colorado. And apparently they made so much good money that no one's complaining. And Nevada's starting with prostitution. I envision a world, Tony, in which people can smoke whatever they want, literally. You could smoke (laughs) weed. You could smoke dick. No one's going to judge you. Smoke a pole, smoke a blunt, you know, and just enjoy life. We put too many goddamn rules on the natural fun things in life, and yet people are angry, and we wonder why. I think, you know, like the fact Fucking murder that, hornets are trying to kill us. 
Goddamn COVID could take anybody at any second. You might as well catch it from having fun. You know what? Like, if the murder <laughs> hornets are going to get us, and then let's say we get past them somehow, and Cthulhu's waiting for us, we're going to need All of Maryland. California's on fire. They need somewhere to stay the night anyway. Yeah. I'm just, just saying. Have you heard that story? And, I, and we didn't talk about it, but it was just recently that, well, the other day, let me preface this. The other day, I was watching on on uh, streaming with my dad. We were watching 2001 Space Odyssey. Okay. And, you know, like if uh, people who may be familiar with the uh, uh, the movie, you know, that's the movie with the monolith, the black monolith. Yeah. And I read in, in the news, or I was watching in the news, that apparently they found a monolith in Utah. See, man, fucking I, hell. Like going, have you heard about this? Story? No, no. God I mean, they made a big deal about it. You know, it was. It's not as big as the monolith, and quite honestly, I think some dude put it there because they they said it. Yeah, there's wow. like I type in Utah, and this is Utah monolith. There First you thing, go. Fucking I fuck, mean, it's dude. it's in the middle of like this deep canyon, and it's like this. It's not as like I said. It's not as big as like the monolith that they have in the movie. But how Damn, did someone get, get it killed. out there in the middle of nowhere? I, I have no idea, but this is the, the the first thing that stuck out that really, you know, like made me question about it is, that, oh, yeah, I could see the welding marks. I could see, you know, like this thing's been riveted. But I think the concept of somebody actually putting out a monolith out in the middle of nowhere in Utah, especially in uh, today's sort of climate and environment is going to basically, you know, like uh, probably light up the Internet like crazy. I thought that was funny. And I, and again, goes back to why we need marijuana. You know, like I think maybe Utah should probably consider it now. I mean, I mean, maybe take it as a sign, you know, like I don't know, like Joseph Smith or like who or Brigham Young. Like uh, maybe they. Uh, it's the end of times. Yeah. You know, like, hey. Maybe, you know, one of the uh, one of the leaders of the Mormon church authorized the monolith. You know? Or and see, this kind of shit is why we just need to allow prostitution to be legal. There you go. Because you can be like, oh, fuck, aliens are invading. Well, that's not going to deter me from my four o'clock appointment. <laughs> <laughs> and just enjoy that day because you why, don't know what the fuck's going to happen tomorrow. Why don't we like even like take it one step further, Thomas? And I really am on board with opium dens and i think that you know I if you Mike's want to something with that if you if you want to run a successful opium den need opium you need asians <laughs> you and, and we, we be more specific look, look at me look at me i don't know if i want to right no, now come on come on come on go, come along with me mm. i think we could we could start franchising this you need one first <laughs> well i think that it's coming it's coming. I think we. I think we probably find a way to like maybe take advantage. Maybe we franchise out in Oregon. I mean, they're legalizing everything now. You know, yeah. like we open up our opium den. I'll I'll have my coolie hat and I'll have my because right. we your, want your authenticity. Uniform. We want authenticity here. Hmm. You know, like because I if if I'm going to the opium den for the first time and I don't see any Asians, I'm like going, what kind of opium den is this? You know, this isn't like what I what I expected. Mm-hmm. I want the real thing. authentic experience. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And then and you know, like and and then I will have like uh Asian women, you know, like catering to my customers. Mm-hmm. You know, like 
at first, <laughs> I was even thinking maybe having a frequent uh, customer plan. But then, you know, I think, you know, like after a while, you know, like. Uh, I don't think I, you're going to need a plan. I think you're just going to get I don't think customers. they're going to make it past the third hole punch on the car. They'll just you know pass out I mean? in the back room. Yeah, no, it'll be like. It, but but I think we're on to something. I think so. I think that Mike's got a great idea. Anyway, you know, who knows? Anyway, but we will discuss more about my opium den the next time. <laughs> next time. Until then. You got to work, workshop the idea. Get some permits. Yeah. Until then, this is Tony Sabal along with Thomas Cowley. And thanks to Michael Flores. This is the Rain Man Post Show. We will catch you later. The horse in this house with the horse in this house. <laughs>